0: What is up Today's Today crew? I hope y'all are having a phenomenal, phenomenal day. My name is Colton Trout. I am the founder and CEO of the Today's Today movement, here to help you crush your goals on a much faster timetable by crushing them on a daily basis. If you like the sound of that, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Make sure to screenshot as well, post it up on your stories and at me at TTDTLF. I love to shout out every single person that puts this up on their story. Today, I have Chef Mary Bass with me today. <laughs> <Did> I- <laughs> um, and so, we're going to be talking about a whole bunch of different things today. So, there's not really one set topic that we're going to kind of cover, um, but I'm really excited to have you on today. So, go on and tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Uh, hi, my name is Chef Mary Bass. Like you said, um, I have been in the food industry for 20 years this year, um, and I've you know, worked inside of Galveston County Mm -hmm. and really um, honed in on this market. I've owned several businesses and um, now I'm blessed just to be a private chef and I work for myself. So it's an honor and it's scary, but it's an honor (laughs) Yeah, being a small business owner is the hardest job in the entire world. So Mm. uh, I always love, um, you know, getting to talk to other small business owners and seeing how they're doing and, mm-hmm. you know, how we can help each other.
2: So,
0: yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So did you always know, because you said you've been in the food industry for 20 years now, mm-hmm. did you always know that you were going to either own your own place or work for yourself inevitably, like being in a lady boss?
1: No, yeah, <laughs> no, I had no idea this was how it was all going to pan out. Like when you go to culinary school, mm-hmm. you're really uh, pushed into restaurants, you yeah, know, or hotels or, And I chose a different path. I had a husband and I had kids really young. And so it was kind of one of those things where I became a boss out of necessity to stay home with my kids, you know? Uh, And I started baking out of my home and and really that led to a series of events that's gotten me where I am today. But, you know, I just decided, you know, instead of taking away time from my family mm-hmm. that I was just going to incorporate my business into my family time. And so yeah. it just, it, it was just a different way of going about
2: it.
0: Yeah, no, but I th- and it's really kind of funny because I think that's how a lot of entrepreneurs kind of come to be entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. It's either out of necessity or they don't want to take away time from their family. Mm-hmm. And so they create their own work environment so that a way they can incorporate their family into that. Right. So
1: and it's always kind of funny because you're like, I don't want to take time away from my family. And then you're working like 80, yeah. <laughs> hours a week. so it's never, you know, like you think that it's going to be one way mm-hmm. and then you're like, wait, it's not that way. But the good thing about that is, is that if you're working that much, then mm-hmm. you're obviously successful in what you're doing and you're doing the right thing. And yeah. So now you just have to figure out how to get that work life balance yep. to where, um, it's not so, um, daunting of a task yeah. you know to work all that time and then what are you going to do with the time you know that you have
0: yeah yeah well you definitely take that free time a little bit more serious even you know you take that family time and it it just means so much more which I think is still extremely important because it's a reminder that we should take our family time really serious
1: right and I was in Vegas when the shooting happened Mm -hmm. and so um, I was thankful wow. to kind of see, you know, the destruction that was going on. And it was really one mm-hmm. of the bigger, um, events in my life that kind of said, all right, we're not going to live every single day just to work. We're going to, yeah. we're going to try, um, to enjoy our life more. Mm-hmm. And so that was October of 2017. And so my new year's resolution for, you know, for January of 2018 was to take a trip a month. Okay. Which seems like a very daunting task.
0: It's so much fun. I've done it. Okay. <laughs> it's so, so much fun. <laughs> it really,
1: it really um, you know, when you set those goals for yourself, you know, not yeah. every goal has to be realistic because it then shouldn't be. it shouldn't be realistic because then you're not pushing yourself. Yeah. And so there were some months in 2018 where I just got to Austin mm-hmm. or I just got to Dallas. You yeah. know, it wasn't a huge trip, yeah. but I got outside of Houston proper yeah. and went and did something new. And I found that I appreciated my time so much more. Mm-hmm. And I forced myself to get out and, and go and do something new. And I yeah. learned so much more while I travel. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause chefs, there's not really training for us. Like yeah. we, can go, we can go to conferences or yeah. you can read more. Yeah. Nobody wants to read anything. Just try it's something just, new. yeah. And so when I travel, I eat more and I meet more people yeah. and,
2: Totally you know, and ideas. I I got to
1: travel with some cool people and so yeah. then, you know, you, you build new relationships and that's always awesome. So
2: yeah.
1: um, since October of twenty seventeen, I have taken a different trip every month and I've continued this trend since then. And so it's really been, you know, a really fun experience and I've mm-hmm. got to go to some pretty pretty neat places. Yeah. And now I'm trying to go to places I've never been. So I've yeah. got Charleston and Boston on my list cool. this year and so um, but I've got all my trips scheduled through the end of 2018 and
0: twenty
1: we'll see how 2019 goes. Yes.
0: Well, we're in 2019.
1: I mean, I've got my trip <laughs> scheduled to <through>
0: 2019. <laughs> I'm like, bless, wait, we're in 2019, right?
1: <laughs> we'll see how 2020 goes. Why is it yeah. so quick?
0: What oh, happened? Oh, I know. We are halfway through it public service notice uh, or announcement. Yeah. We're halfway through 2019 right now. I needed now, that,
2: <laughs> that, that, uh,
1: that piece of information yeah. five seconds
0: ago. Oh my goodness. Uh, <laughs> Anyway,
1: so i have made yeah. it through all the way to 2018.
2: That's I've made cool. it all the way through 2019
1: so yeah. far, and I've got them scheduled
2: awesome. through the end of the year. So and I'm that's excited.
0: That's exciting. That is really exciting. So and as, um, I want to kind of take us back really quick because you talked about goals and then them not necessarily being or needing to be realistic. And I had even kind of mentioned that as well. They yeah. don't need to be realistic. But I think even to a degree, every single goal that we set for ourselves mm-hmm. is realistic. It's whether we put the action behind it to make it realistic right. or not. But
1: I think your so, goals should scare you.
0: They definitely oh, they definitely like, should. Goals, they like, should. You should, be should huge. like
1: lay awake for five minutes before you go to sleep, panicking <laughs> in your soul yeah. that you've set these goals. Yeah. And you know what? If if you're starting out setting goals, yeah. don't do that. Like if you're a baby entrepreneur, don't yeah. say, I'm going to take over the world tomorrow. No, say, you, you know what? I'm going to make it to the post office on time every week. Like yeah. <laughs> find really small things because yeah. you'll get discouraged. You know, yeah. you don't want as a baby entrepreneur or, you know, a baby, anything, whatever you, you've you got to set these little small goals, yeah. um, that really, you know, invigorate you yeah, and you're like, Oh my gosh, level. I got a I I got that accomplished. Mm-hmm. I knocked mm-hmm. that out. Okay. Yeah let's do whatever it is. And you know what, if that goal is just making $10 more every day on your sales or um, sending your emails Mm -hmm. emptying your email box every night or um, making your social media posts, scheduling them for the week, you know, whatever those goals are, start with something really small and then get into the crazy ones that you know, kind of scare you. And maybe when you're setting those goals, set some short-term ones and then set some Mm long-term ones, but always be looking at those long-term goals like, hey, I'm going to get those. I'm going to get to them. And, you know, they really should, all your focus should be directed towards how do I make those successful?
0: Yeah, no, most definitely. I think it's really important when we're setting those little goals to still have like the grand vision yeah. of like where you're going. Cause you yeah. need to have the direction of where you're going or right. else those little goals aren't going to make sense, right. but it's really important to set those little goals. And that's why I think, it, especially with this podcast, like we're always talking about like, what can you do on a daily basis to crush your goals on a daily right. basis? Well, that starts with you having goals to actually go crush,
1: yeah, exactly. on a daily basis. <laughs> and also, so. you know what? I and my biggest thing, and if you follow me on social media and you've seen me, you know, my mm-hmm. a lot of people ask like do you sleep? Because I'm I'm able to accomplish more in 24 hours than most people, but that's because I have excellent time management. If you're somebody who doesn't have good time management, Mm -hmm. that needs to be your first goal Goal. (laughs) is to say, you know what? I need to figure out how to make myself successful. But if you can manage your time better, then you get more sleep, you get more time with your family, you get more time to focus on the things you need to get accomplished. Because you're able to do that. And you shouldn't ever set these goals from a place of fear. Yeah. You need to always set them from a place of like excitement and happiness yep. because you'll feel better about a conflict. You yep. don't want to say, I just need to survive. Like they're never, those words don't need to come out of your no. mouth because if you're just working to survive, then you're missing the fun of, of what you've chosen to do with your yeah, life. And yeah. we work more than we do anything else, you yeah. know, we work more than we see our family. We work more than we sleep. So you, you're going to spend the biggest chunk of your time doing something. You might as well enjoy, enjoy it. doing yeah.
0: it. Yeah, no, most definitely. And It is one of those things. Like if you're, cause I was talking with somebody about this the other day, it's like when your hands are up in a fighting mode in mm-hmm. a survival kind of mode, mm-hmm. you're not allowed to thrive. You're also going to miss a whole bunch of opportunities because your fists are right in front of your eyes and you can't see anything, right? Like if any of you have ever been in a fight or seen a fight, Mm -hmm. your hands are always up. They always tell you, keep your hands up, keep your hands up, right? Right. That survival mode is keeping your hands up, protecting your face. But if you're doing that in business, then you're missing all the opportunities that are coming around you and are like, hey, I'm over here. Oh, I'm gone. Well, I'm over here. Here, I'm gone. Yeah, if your hands are up,
1: you can't Mm -hmm. shake hands. You can't. Mm -hmm use your hands to help you, you can't know? accept
0: the money that you, people are trying to give yeah, you
1: you, <laughs> you know, there's a there's hundred different ways mm-hmm. to go about that and things that you can't do yeah. and so you know you never I've never ran my business from a spot of fear yeah. you know and there was a time where I was afraid of. yeah are we gonna be able to continue to do this are mm-hmm. we gonna have to close you know I had a bakery and I was working 80 to 100 hours a week yeah. and not getting to see my family and weren't, wasn't making any money. And I was like, you know what, this isn't fun anymore. I don't love what I'm doing. And so I knew that it was the time and the place to be like, you know what, this is not what I'm meant to do Mm -hmm. anymore. Did that make me not successful? No. No. Did that make me a failure? No. I just made a choice in my life that this isn't what I wanted. And because I made that choice, I am where I am now because of the relationships I built and the people that I met while I was there. I now have the success I have now because of that. And if I would have taken that as a failure or as a character flaw, then I would not be where I am now. Yeah. But I just chose to say, you know what? I did a great job while I was doing yeah. it. I made a lot of cake balls, and I, yeah. <laughs> I met a lot of people, and yeah. we made all these really awesome connections mm-hmm. that I didn't have before. Yeah. But let's go on and do something else.
0: Yeah. And it's yeah.
1: okay to pivot. you know. Like oh, we- no,
0: most definitely. Like we, um, I talked about in a recent podcast, we were talking about closing doors. We were mm-hmm. talking about friendships, but closing doors to friendships which allow other doors to open up right. and other opportunities to show up. Yeah. So it's like when we're standing in the way and we're holding on to something that really needs to be let go, like it's taking away from the space and right. the energy that something else needs to come into the life. Absolutely. So like for you, that was letting go of that bakery to yeah. move forward into what you're doing now, yeah. which is awesome. Like, y'all, okay, so let's talk about that a little bit. Okay. So you are a private chef. Yes. So I guarantee you some people have an idea of what that is, but they have no idea what that right. is. Right. So go on and let us know what so that is.
1: Most, I'm a Galvestonian. I've, mm-hmm. My family has uh, been on Galveston Island for years. And okay. so I've done most of my work down on the island and inside the county. Okay. And so a private chef, um, if you Google Galveston <laughs> private chef, I come up the entire front page of search results. And so, um, <laughs> That's
2: awesome. We'll, thank,
1: we'll <laughs> thank my Yelp page for that. Yeah. The only thing it's good for. Um, but so what I do is, clients hire me and I go into their house and cook for their family, okay. which is the most intimate experience, yeah. I think as a chef, because you're cooking a meal for a family. Like yeah. they're spending their hard earned money to have you come in and yeah. feed them. And so the whole reason I became a chef is because I was taught by my grandmother. Mm-hmm. And every Sunday she would have the first time visitors from church Mm -hmm. come over to our house and have lunch. (laughs) And so if it were just our immediate friends and family, there'd be 30 people show up. But if we had all the first time visitors and all their kids and the traveling missionaries, we could have 80 to 100 people show up and this yeah. was every single sunday she wow. did this yeah. and so uh i was the only grandkid that washed dishes and so i got to <laughs> leave wow. i got to leave church early with her which i really saw as like getting out like yeah. i'm out <laughs> and, but i would go with her and she would make these amazing meals and she lived downstairs and we lived upstairs and so mm-hmm. we garden and we coupon and people Mm -hmm. would donate food and we cook. And so every week it was something new, but it was Southern and it was from the heart. And so I figured out um, the first restaurant I worked in, I figured out that I don't actually love cooking or food or (laughs) ingredients. But I love the act of serving people and Mm then the reaction. So being a private chef and going into these homes and cooking these meals for them, Mm -hmm. I get that immediate satisfaction of seeing their reaction to my food. And then you're part of their family. They're like, take a picture with us. You know, those kids who, you know, when you think about your childhood vacations, I'm now a part of that memory for them. Like, I remember that time we had the private chef come and Mm -hmm. she made us lick our plates? Like that was really cool. And so, I just did a dinner last week for a mm-hmm. family and they called me Saturday and they're like, okay, we've set the dates for next year. Yeah. <laughs> so I like have a July 2020 <laughs> already up booking awesome. because the family yeah. loved what it was. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I make great money doing it. It, yeah. it allows me, I work half a day. I, I start work at like three o'clock in the afternoon. I yeah. work till 10 yeah. and I go in and I cook a, Workforce meal for a family. That's awesome. It's pretty neat. It's a really cool opportunity. But like I said earlier, I have built this relationship. I've built these credentials for the past decade to get where people allow me into their homes. Yeah. And I book up, and it's it's amazing. It's an
2: amazing
0: opportunity. That is
2: cool.
0: I love how you talked about um, and this is kind of one of the things like when I'm coaching people. We try and work on passion. We try and work on purpose Mm -hmm. without it being a job or a career or an action that you're taking, right? There's an underlying message behind it. and So for you, it was the experience that you're having with the family and their reactions to what you're doing versus the cooking or the cleaning or the baking. It was the same way for me when I worked in the financial services world. I loved helping people. I mean, I ran a huge organization, Mm -hmm. absolutely loved what I did, but I loved the coaching side of it way more than the financial side of it, mm-hmm. because I was actually getting to help somebody go and take their goals and actually make it into the reality. Right. And so that led into the purpose of what I do today, right. which is helping people crush their goals on a daily basis. Right. But that was an underlying theme other than just the financials, right? Yeah. Or the coaching. And, so. you're,
1: and you're not going to initially figure this out. Like it's oh, not no. something that somebody can be like, Oh, well you're doing this because of this, you know? Yeah. And some people start careers and jobs out of necessity or mm-hmm. out of thinking that they're going to make money doing it, but you can make money doing anything. Oh yeah.
0: Money is easy to make.
1: Money is easy to make. And money is one of those things that everybody's, it's such a sticking point. Yeah. You know, when you go out to eat and you're like, who's going to split the check? You know, like yeah. that's. To me, money is money. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be more of it. Yes. The better I am, the more I make. Yeah. So why am I gonna allow it to rule my life? Yeah. It's just money, you yeah. know, and people look at it at it in a different connotation.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But the less I've cared about money, the better I've gotten. And I've always trusted, and my husband and I have always said this, and I'm not a hyper religious person, but I've always told him like Jesus will always put money in our mailbox. Yeah. He'll always make a way <laughs> yeah. to 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 take care of us. And you know what? That is, you know, my gifts and talents have allowed mm-hmm. that. You know, yeah. it's it's the things my God given, you know, talent, creativity man. and talent yeah. have allowed me to provide for my family. Mm-hmm. And my husband works a structured job and it's, the, yeah. you know, it's 95 and it's yeah. not 95, but it's a, it's a set <laughs> yeah. job. Yeah. And so, you know, he makes what he makes and mm-hmm. anything extra, you know, I have to bring in. And so, over the years, when I don't work or when I have less business, then it gets a little sticky, but yeah. somehow it's, you know, we always find a always way to make provided. it happen. Mm-hmm. And if you trust your processes and your talents and your mm-hmm. gifts, you'll always figure out a way to make yeah. it happen. Yeah. And creative people and people who are in business, even if you don't think you're a creative, if you're in business, you're, a you're creative. creative. You like, yes. you've created <laughs> yes. a business. Like, let's start with that. Yeah. And so, Um, you know, you'll always figure out a way to make yourself
2: successful.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. It's really funny. Um, I read this book a while ago from a mentor that recommended it to me called Chop Wood Carry Water. Mm -hmm. Um, and it, oh yeah, no, it was this book and it was phenomenal, but it was basically just talking about like focusing on the process, like forget the goals. And I read another one called burn your goals. Um, I don't recommend burning your goals unless (laughs) you just absolutely have to, or if you're the, in that mindset of just focusing on your goals and you forget the process. But both of those books were heavily, heavily focused on like, Focus on the process, right? right? Like you said, it's like when you're going through your good times and you're going on your bad times, you got to focus on what you have to do on a daily basis in order to get through, but to keep doing your daily action. Um, One of the things that I call DIPAs, daily income producing activities. It's Mm -hmm. anything that any business that has to succeed or needs to succeed, they have to have money coming in. So what are the daily activities that have to be done in order to make sure that that bare minimum is met, right? Yeah. So it's just and nowadays those are like
1: making sure your social media is properly yeah. updated mm-hmm. and you know Keep bringing um, on clients. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know food. Re- just replying to your emails mm-hmm. in a timely manner. Yes. You know those are things that I struggle with and yeah. it's something that I constantly work on is like yeah. okay I want to give a client a response in 48 hours. Yeah. Which sometimes you're like 48 hours that's a long time yeah. but then you're like <laughs> For me, I have two hours later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have a process. I've yeah. trained my customers that they have to send me an email. That mm-hmm. I respond to nothing via any other platform okay. except email. Yeah because I need to be able to sit with my calendar and my notebook and my invoices yep. and do my work at one spot. And yes. it's taken me four or five years. And now yeah. I just it automatically respond, Hey, I will be more than happy to help you with this. Will you shoot me an email and yep. I will take care yep. of it for you. And so now, you know, my current goals are okay. I want to get my emails answered in 48 hours. Cool. And, um, and you, it like I said, you think it's something so simple, but, it's not with, yeah. you know, when you are an active person and you're moving around and you've got things going on, you know, yeah. you really just like stopping and saying, okay, I'm going to go sit at this panera mm-hmm. and yeah. I'm going to yeah. answer these emails mm-hmm. and then yeah. I'm going to get up and move on with my life.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a scheduling them out like actually yeah. scheduling it into the schedule. Yes. So like for me, cause I'm, I'm huge on like Facebook. So I'm yeah. always on Facebook. I'm always responding to messages. Like even like before you got here yeah. for the podcast, like I had like 15, 16 messages that I had to respond to right. that had messaged me over the night. Right. Um, one thing, if I'm asleep, my phone is on. Do not disturb. Mine too. Because mine is going <laughs> off all mine, the time. Mine is too.
1: And you know what? That's uh, important yeah. that you do that because no, it, it's very you important. don't, you know, sleep. if you do not refresh, mm-hmm. then you can cannot fill into other people's lives. Yeah. And it and that's across the board. If you do not take the time to refresh yourself, to yeah. to recharge, then you can't fill somebody else's cup yeah. if your cup's empty. You yeah. know, and no, so most definitely. I do a lot of do not disturbs. Yes. I had mindset till eleven A. M. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm, your your phone call is not coming through. Like I'm not gonna answer it, (laughs) and it just gives me time to get up in the morning Mm -hmm. and greet the children, and you know, take a shower and whatever I need to do to get my day going. Mm -hmm. And then you know what? I'll get on it. I mean, I've got four more hours before I have to start work. And yeah. And then I go grocery shopping and I go to pick up my fish and then go to the house and cook. And so it's, I mean, you
0: really have to do that. Well, and it's, I think it's really important for people to understand like it's okay to schedule that kind of stuff too. Yes. Like for me, like I've got my morning routine, like where I do my vision casting, Mm -hmm. like I work out, I do my self prep. (laughs) Like I get my mind mentally ready for the day. Like while I'm doing all this stuff, like my phone is on, do not start. Like I'm not responding to messages. I don't care how urgent it is. I don't Mm -hmm. care how important it is. I need to make sure that I'm ready for the day in order to be able to give my clients or the podcast or my following or whatever it is, my undivided either attention, but all of my energy. Right. So.
1: Yeah. yeah. And and as soon as you figure out that, Mm -hmm. that customer will wait. Oh yeah. Your value is so good that they will wait for you. Oh yeah. Then you're, you, once again, you're not in a panic
2: mode. You're not,
1: you're not working from a spot of fear. Yeah. And survival, you realize like, you know what? I trust my gifts and talents are so good that this customer wants them and they're going to wait two days to get that information from me. And sometimes I can respond quicker and, you know, get, get things to them. Yeah. But sometimes it takes longer and I just respond with, Hey, Kate. (laughs) so Thank you so much for messaging me. It's been a hectic week. I appreciate your patience. Yeah. Let me know what I can do for you. If you still need my services and nine times out of 10, they come back with, Oh my gosh, thank you so much. Yeah. This is what we need. Mm -hmm. And let's keep going. Yeah. I lose one out of every, you know, 10, maybe if I, if it takes me a little bit of time to respond, Yeah. but you know, one, I think that, you have to train your customers. It's really you important. You They need to realize that the, the, what their inability to plan is not an emergency on your part. Yes. <laughs> that birthday is the same day every year. That, yeah. that anniversary is the same day every year. And they yeah. need to realize, like you know what? My time is important. Your time is important. Yeah. So you need to be better prepared. You need yeah. to have better time management yeah. so that I'm able to take care of you. Yeah. And so... Those are things, you know, as a seasoned business owner, you get in that mindset. As a baby business owner, not so easy to do. You feel, yeah, you feel like but it, obligated. It's,
0: I know, and it's one of the, it's actually really important. So, like when you said you were responding to those, you were like, "Thank you for your patience." Mm-hmm. Versus, "Hey, I am so sorry," and yeah. just like going to like automatic like apology. I don't and apologize then, for don't, anything. Yeah, no, like you like I shouldn't don't apologize at all. for my
1: time. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, I never apologize to customers unless I've legitimately done something wrong. Yeah, taking two days to answer an email is That's not, not wrong. something wrong. Mm-hmm. This is more. Thank you so much for your time. I yeah. appreciate you giving me your time You're and giving yourself that. enough yeah. time to, to get this lined out. Yeah. And you know what? It's also okay to say, you know what? I cannot do this for you. Oh, yeah. But you need to build a crew, you need to build a network in your line of work, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You need to build people there is enough business out there for yes. everybody yeah. and not everybody does things the same way. There's yeah. services that I offer that other chefs don't offer. And there's services that other chefs offer that I don't offer. I don't do built meals like to go yeah. meals. Yeah. Um, and so I get requests, Hey, I need meal prep for a week. I'm so sorry. I don't do that. Yeah. Here's the chef that does that. Yeah. And so if you build this network of people around yeah. you that you're able to refer, then not only did you do answer the customers. I'm so sorry. I don't do that. But here is who you can use. Then it makes you look more credible. Like you're not afraid to pass along that business. If you need something in the future, please reach back out to me and let me know what you need. And so then that, you know, your crew around you gets that residual business that you're not able to handle, that referral business, Mm -hmm. and you look more credible because you're passing along information and it's very helpful. Google's hard,
0: you know? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Especially to find credible stuff. Yeah. And trusting the
1: people who you're Googling. Mm -hmm. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, getting that word of mouth referral is
2: always
0: amazing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, um, cool. So talk to us a little bit. Um, what is something, because like you said, you have your emails mm-hmm. and you go and cook and you do this on a really regular basis. Right. As you were kind of building everything to get it to where it is today, and it even it may be still something that yeah. you do today. What is something that was extremely crucial to building the success that you've built?
1: To me, uh, it kind of goes back to that time management and mm-hmm. making sure I make extreme lists. Okay. <laughs> I make a list so that I can mark off and make a list. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm one of the Make a list. Check, check.
1: But I make, you know, for me, I have to, I pack up everything I need to
2: put in somebody's okay. home. So yeah.
1: I have a pack list and yeah. then I have a prep list and mm-hmm. then I've got the menu. And so I make sure that I have everything based on these lists. And then also when I'm working with other chefs and I have my crew there, they look at my list and they know exactly what to do. Like I could leave the kitchen (laughs) and they can continue to work and it makes them more productive because I'm prepared. And the times when I don't get those things done, then it's, it's running around chaotic and I don't like, working in chaos and no, so it's
2: not fun the
1: more the more I'm prepared yeah. you know the better off that my event is and my event goes and then never um I it's like they'll sweat the details mm-hmm. you know you've just got to figure out like okay these this is not important it's mm-hmm. not worth my energy and yeah. so I've got to move on and, and work on something else that's more important so yeah in events if you do live events
0: you like yeah, really there quickly. are some things that it's just you're like it's too it. windy and the don't candles wait.
1: aren't going to be lit yeah move on with your life yeah that vision it's, it's needs okay. to you yeah. need to morph your vision to, yeah. to reality
2: sometimes mm-hmm. and
0: so yes just let it go yeah There's, um so, with those to-do lists and those checklists, was that something that, you, that you've always done, or is that something that you just kind of like grew into, or had to figure out how to do? I think I
1: grew into it because I'm ve- I'm really good at delegation. Okay. So I uh, learned that I'm not able to do everything. Like, yeah. shock, <laughs> <you> <laughs> know? none of us are. <laughs> none of us are. And yeah. so, um, I always hire people that are better than me. Okay. Um, who have better ideas than me. Yeah. Because I. I bounce ideas off of them, and I trust them to do whatever it is that they're supposed to do. So, whenever I would have to delegate something, like I've got to go shop, but mm-hmm. this has to get accomplished. Yeah. So I would leave these lists for them, and they were so good and so detailed that when I come back, they were finished, and yeah. they used their time wisely, and so it allowed me to say, you know what, that worked. And yeah. so mostly it came out of a spot of getting my time management in check. And so if I can't be here to do this, then somebody else has to be here to do this. So here's this list for you to do. If you have any questions, let me know. But for the most part, it was pretty, I need this, I need this, I need this. Let's go. And so now they're mostly lists for myself. I also, since you know, there's a seven day work week. Yeah. I have a clipboard
2: mm-hmm. for every
1: day of the week. Love it. And I print out the invoices and what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. And I can see them on Mondays yeah. or Sunday nights or Mondays. I'll do them for the whole week. Yeah. And so I know what's ahead of me. Yeah. Sadly, my okay. office is in my bedroom. Yeah. So, I, <laughs> so I lay in my bed and I look at my work <laughs> week and I'm like, okay. I have an event this day and this day, uh-huh. and you know? Yeah. And so then I attach those lists under my clipboards. I have my shopping list broken down by yep. sections of the grocery store. And yeah. and so then when I go in, I'm ready to go and I'm able to use my time wiser. And it takes probably 15, 20 minutes out of my day to make those lists. Yeah. But the hours it saves yeah. on, the, on the flip side is good. Yeah. But if, you ha- if you're if you doing the exact same thing every single day, then get those lists that are standardized, yeah. and then you just print them out, and you're like, yeah. okay, here's quantities, cool. mm-hmm. or here's mm-hmm. time frames, or whatever mm-hmm. it is that works for your yeah. business. You know, you've got to figure out what that is and, and, well, and standardize those processes.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, it's finding the secrets to your success and to your business's yeah. success. A lot of people kind of get caught up in the mimic game or what I call the mimic game mm-hmm. where they will see somebody that's super successful, right? Or right. Uh, on social media, super successful. Yeah. They may be so not successful whatsoever in actual business terms. Right. Um, and so they'll see what they're doing and then they'll buy into what they're doing and then they just try and mimic what they're doing Like, uh, from what it sounds like, you didn't do that. You just kind of did more trial and error to kind of figure out what worked for you. Okay, cool.
1: But I'm also one of those people, like, my social media profiles, if you follow my personal page, Mm -hmm. they're always very realistic. Yeah, I'm not going to butter up my life. Like there will be posts where like I've been awake for, you know, 48 hours and my children are running amok. And this is how, you know, like these are real life things because it is totally authentic. Like what you see on social media is my actual life. Because to me, looking at somebody who posts perfectly posed everything's wonderful my children are yeah. blessings from heaven every single day we know yeah. like we all know that Parents that's know. <laughs> we all know that that's a lie yeah. and you know yeah. and businesses is the same way yeah. if somebody is posting constantly that everything is perfect then they're yeah. trying to hide or show mm-hmm. something if you're posting like oh my lord i've Look at what I burnt today, or look, yeah. I burnt myself, or look, yeah. I did yeah. it. Like, then you Being feel in the kitchen, you do that.
0: all the time. Yeah. And so,
1: but then you feel like, you know what? It, it's okay mm-hmm. to not be perfect. Yeah. And customers, they, you know, feed into that. They, they know do. that, you know, it, it, that you're still a positive person and that you're still successful. To burn your arm you know <laughs> okay cool yeah okay cool but, but fine. I mean
0: that kind of shows that we're human but I think it too it shows that you're aware of what's going on in your life and in your business yeah. a little bit more than most people because there's a lot of people and I've seen this that are on social media and they post it everything is absolutely perfect when we all know that it's totally a facade that it's not actually a reality and I think a lot of them aren't even aware of what's going wrong in their business or in their life
2: completely
0: like I had a conversation with somebody the other day and I was like oh so like what's one of your biggest struggles Business, mm-hmm. um, what are you growing through right now? And they're like, nothing. Everything's perfect. And I was like, Well, then you're,
1: <laughs> then you're definitely then you're
0: not aware of what's going on yeah, in your business. Exactly. And bless your heart, because you need to be aware of what's going on in your
1: business. But you know what? That's one of those things that people fall a trap that people fall yeah. into. And, and I, I, so for my, I just turned thirty-six, and for my thirty-sixth birthday, I decided that I was going to remove the word busy. Yeah. From my life. Good. So we're on like week 3.
2: Okay. It's a really <laughs> Happy hard belated birthday, thing. By the
1: way.
0: Yeah.
1: It's a really hard word to yeah. remove from your vocabulary. Yeah. Because busy is a facade. Mm-hmm. Anybody can be busy.
0: Oh, and everybody and, is. And
1: everybody's <laughs> busy. But if you think about it, you make time for the things that are important. You'd have no idea. So you're never too busy mm-hmm. to make time for what's important. And mm-hmm. so it's my least favorite thing to hear like you look so busy. So I didn't want to bother you and, or you look so busy. So I didn't want to ask, well, no, I'm not busy. I'm blessed. Like, let's get that straight. Like I I will always make, if you have a problem, I Mm -hmm. will always make time for you because you are important to me or your problem is Mm -hmm. important to me. And so always try to find a way to not look so occupied that um, people don't want to approach you yeah. anymore, you know, cause then you lose touch with the people who made you successful. Yeah, And so you always want to find a way to say, you know what? Yes, my life is insane or hectic yeah. or crazy, but if you need something, I'm still your girl to come to. Yeah. And once again, if I can't do it, I got I got somebody. Yeah. I got the peoples. Yeah.
0: yeah, Right. But I think it's like, too, it's building those relationships and like nurturing those relationships. A lot of people. So one of the things that when I'm coaching, especially with a new entrepreneur Mm -hmm. or somebody that's an entrepreneur that has a family, Um, one of the things that I try and really coach with them is building into their daily processes time to go develop those relationships
2: yes because so many people
0: well not just networking in a business sense but also in a personal sense
2: oh you're talking about like
0: having friends so I'm talking I'm talking about yeah having friends having the family like building upon those relationships yeah um, and then still building that network relationship as well because if those relationships like any relationship isn't cultivated Mm -hmm. isn't worked on like Mm -hmm. it's gonna it's gonna fizzle out is gonna die, and then once you reach, let's say you like you're just starting your entrepreneurship journey, mm-hmm. and you're trying to achieve this massive, massive success, but you cut everybody off—friends, family, and network. Yeah, one, you're never gonna reach that success, no. and then two, if you ever do reach it, you're gonna have nobody to share it with.
1: Yeah, who's gonna who's gonna come to your party? Who's gonna yeah.
0: to celebrate? <laughs> right? Like,
1: do you want that? Yeah. You know, it's it's uh, in the wedding industry, we, there's this networking group that I've been a part of okay. for years. In the last couple of years. I haven't made time to go because I felt like I went for a time and a season and Mm -hmm. it's not the time and season for me to go right now. But they have this phrase, it's called their frienders. Instead of vendors, they're frienders. frienders. And so (laughs) we have these frienders and it's these people have shared some of the most important parts of my life with me, you know, um, uh, milestone birthdays and deaths and, and yeah. weddings and babies, and we have all been a part of this together. But those people are my family. Yeah. Just because we do business together doesn't mean that we don't have that personal yeah. relationship. And I trust them more than I do some of my blood, you know? Yeah, so
2: right. I can call them <laughs> and they
1: show up before yep. my immediate family does. And so it's kind of, you have to have those people. And you know what? If you're new in a business, mm-hmm find somebody who's already doing what you're doing yeah. and reach out to them. And yeah. not everybody's going to be nice about it. And like, yeah. because they think that you're trying to steal their business. Well, no, I, I, there's no way that a moonwalk company can service every single house all the time. No, so find somebody else who has a moonwalk company and be like, Hey, listen, here's what I'm doing. Like I need, I need people to coach me. You've been doing this for 20 years. You know, it's the same. Find those people who have already been successful and try to link up with them.
0: Get a coach,
1: get a coach, get Get a a coach. I'm here.
0: Come to me. I'm a coach. (laughs) But
1: But you've got to find those people. To, yeah. to help you build your brand yeah. and help you be successful and you need to do the same for them. Yeah. And don't suck the life out of somebody and then not reciprocate. Like, yeah.
0: Oh you know? yeah. You cannot have a one sided friendship. And do not a bite business relationship.
1: Bite the hand that feeds you. Oh, that no. one's the cra- that one mm. to me is the craziest uh, vendor, friender, <laughs> coach. Has this student. happened before? <laughs> All the it happens yeah. quite a bit because mm-hmm. I'm not busy but my time is important to me. Yes. And if I take the time to spend time with you and yeah. then I, I, impl- I give you all these little things yeah. and then you turn around and, and are sassy or disrespectful. Yeah. Like that's really hard. So yeah. for me, I work with not that all the time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's just like, okay, it's not that big of a deal. It's fine. Yeah, Everything's <laughs> I mean, fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, that's always my goal is,
2: Calm down.
0: It'll yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think it's important too. It's like when you go into some of those relationships like not having too much expectations. Mm-hmm. Like that's one thing that like, I've really been working on is yes. not having expectations for anybody or anything.
1: They and are it not is gonna, so
0: free. Uh, oh I gosh. have
1: not gotten to that point yet because I it's always, nice. I always feel like everybody <laughs> yeah. is going to have the same approach yeah. and, and same mindset and goals that I have. Yeah. And it's never the no. case. And I'm always no. disappointed.
0: There's only one you. There's only one yeah. me.
1: But when I find people who are pretty good, I'm like, come. Come. <laughs> Come to me Come and latch yeah. to me.
0: You're not allowed to go anywhere
2: <laughs> I'm like,
1: I'm, what are the whales where the fish mm-hmm. suction onto them and yep. they move? That's, you know, yeah. figuratively like, let's move in this, let's go yeah. in the same ocean current together. Yeah. But
0: I need you. Yeah. You need your people. I need, <laughs> I need, I need people. your people. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, so what is a piece of advice that you would give to entrepreneurs that e- are either starting or have been going? Um, in order to really kind of help them crush their goals on a daily basis.
1: Really? It's, it goes back to time management for me. Yeah. You have to set time. So say you say you're a morning person. Mm-hmm. I'm not, but say you are a morning person <laughs> and you get up at seven and you're yeah. like, okay, from seven to eight, I'm going to do this. Yeah. And, this. and then look back at your day and see how long it actually took
2: mm-hmm.
1: because you're going to need to edit that time. Yeah. You know, set yourself a daily hourly schedule. Yeah. As best you can. And inside of that day, you need to make sure to schedule time for lunch yeah. or schedule time to go have coffee with somebody. So you need to set this day up and then at the end of your day, go back and edit how long it actually took and what time frames you worked in. And then the next day set a more realistic schedule. Okay. Maybe I need to remove this out, but if I put yoga in, you know, like edit your schedule. And and as soon as you get that pretty good and get your Mm -hmm. routine down, then start building in time to, to make new relationships. Okay. I'm going to go to this network meeting. I'm going to go, Drop off cakes at a new yeah. business. I'm gonna yeah. go whatever it is, yeah. or I'm gonna spend an extra hour on social media perfecting my profiles and, and yeah. editing my photos and yeah. whatever it is that you do. There's a different um, there's a different way that you can model things to make yourself more successful yeah. in your in your line. So to me, time management is always the most important. And then, you know, continuing to nurture relationships. Uh, also, handwritten thank you notes.
0: Oh, gosh, yes. If you're not doing those, you need to be.
1: I'm working. That is my 2020 goal. So okay. it's like my long-term yeah. goal <laughs> is I want to send a handwritten thank you note to every family who I cook in their home. That's amazing. And so, but the thing is for me, not a conference. lot of times they go to their, they're on vacation. And so they're. I need to get like their original addresses. So I have to build that into my invoicing at the beginning. Yeah. And so just sending them a note, thank you so much for allowing me to cook for your family. I had such a great time. Yeah. And then you can even add things like if you have a moment, go on Yelp and leave a review. If you have Mm -hmm. a moment, go on Google and leave a review because then they've gotten this handwritten note. Yeah that you took the time to cultivate to mail them, to put a stamp on, you know, like it's a process to not just send an email to send a note. Yeah. And then you might see that residual. Oh, well next year when we come into town or, Hey, my cousins come into Galveston, let me recommend you. You'll see that your business will be more successful and whatever it is that you do, there's always a way to, to put that in. If you're not, if it's not with, um, the people who you're doing business with, maybe the people you're doing business with your yeah. vendors. Like yeah. if you're in the food industry, have you sent your produce guy a thank you note or how yeah. about your delivery driver or, yeah. you know, whatever or it your is.
0: employees if you have employees. Yeah. If you yeah. have
1: employees, like do that and then put a $5 Starbucks gift card.
0: Yeah. And something super smart. Something
1: that's, Oh, uh, we, we could have a whole nother podcast. Yeah. on How to treat your staff.
0: Yeah. Oh yes. That's,
1: that's <laughs> yeah. like one of my favorites and, and my staff. We
0: will definitely
1: have to I man. have some, ride or die staff and okay. and I have, there's this one kid and we call him little baby and <laughs> he tells me on a regular basis, if you were not the one asking me to do this, I would not do this. Yeah. Like I would not leave my current job to come work for you for 10 more hours. Yeah. If it weren't for you because they're such loyal employees yeah. because I'm such a good boss and I take such good care of them. Yeah. I've had staff that I've had for 10 years yeah. because they love. It's not. I create a, really a work. In, yeah, and I create a work environment that they love, and yeah, so we'll. we'll uh,
0: yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No. We'll we will. We future. will definitely <laughs> have to come back on a podcast. Yeah. Having having a, have a positive that.
1: work culture is.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No. We'll, I am we'll put, writing that we'll down. We'll put that in so. a
1: future us. I think the whole its own hour.
0: Or two, mm-hmm. because some people honestly like they really they really need that. Like, I've worked for some people because I've had a few odd jobs over the years. Um, I've been blessed to really be, like, independent for the past couple years. But, like, oh, man. Like, I – and we'll definitely talk about this more on yeah. the podcast later on. I got a manager fired after I left because I let her revolt, apparently, <laughs> because they were so bad. I was like, y'all, this is – she's not actually allowed to do that. <laughs>
2: <This is the laughs> it's government, not
0: in the manual. The
2: government says. Yeah,
0: it's like, technically. Yeah. So. So yeah.
2: We'll, we'll, we'll put a pin in that we, one and yes, come back will. to it for
0: sure. We will. So uh, thank you, Mary, so much for coming on to oh, the this podcast. Um, I'm going to link all of her social media below. All of my social media is also linked below. Make sure to hit that subscribe button. Make sure to, like I said, to take a screenshot, uh, post it up on your stories at TTDTLF. Um, we all know somebody that could really use some positivity. We all know somebody that could probably really benefit from hearing a conversation like this. Share this with your entrepreneurship friends. um, Share it on your social media. Share it with your family. Share it with everybody. Um, We love each and every single one of you. Thank you all so much for listening in. And like I said, make sure to subscribe because we have a lot more content coming up.